You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, and, and then I look at the, the next tier of teams, and it's it's Northwestern, but now there's no Tiberi, which right. I think is going to be – you know, that's a major setback for them. Um, and then you also look at Nebraska, who I, I just think is the surprise team of the year. I, I don't think anybody saw what Nebraska was going to be doing. And then you got Michigan State, who I don't know what Michigan State is, because all of a sudden, every time, Harold, every time I think, okay, you just beat Illinois, it was alumni day, you fixed this thing, we're ready to go, let's go. Okay, and then you went and beat Michigan. And then you fall flat on your face to Iowa. I I don't know what the team is. I don't know. I mean, Tom looks like he's about as befuddled as everybody else. I mean, I'm like, Coach, this is your team. You recruit these players. You know what you got. Sissoko is, you know, he's, to be honest and be fair, he's going through some things. He, he you know, it's, I think, believe his grandmother passed away, somebody who was near and dear to him. And, Anybody who's experienced loss knows that it, it takes some time. And and I do think that maybe they brought him back too quickly. Of course, everybody's going to say, I'm good, I'm all right, but you're not really good and you're not really all right. And you're kind of, I think you're seeing that on the court where he's he's there, but he's not there. But since we're already at MSU, Harold, to me, their tournament limitation is going to go up against. We, we talked about how with Illinois – and, you know, how they they can't guard on the road and how Wisconsin can't guard. And, you know, we also talked about how, you know, you, you got to be able to to play outside of your building. For Michigan State, their matchup problem is this. You go up against a team with some bigs, you're done. You're toast. I mean, when, 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 when Freeman is in foul trouble, he's going to be the freshman of the year. They got gifted. Two quick fouls, first half. Two quick fouls, second half. He played a total of six minutes, and that's only because McCaffrey put him back in in the final two minutes. Other than that, he would have played four minutes the entire game. You didn't need him because they still found a way to go out there and win that game. And they, it's one of those games where stats lie. MSU hits 10 three-pointers. Tell me a team that hits 10 three-pointers and loses by, you know, like double digits. But they did. Iowa hit four. But they were backdoor cuts. They were layups. And then I look at A.J. Hogard and all the layups that he missed. I got a lot to say about this team, but a fresh pair of eyes. I'll listen to what you got to say about this team. Yeah, I got a lot to say, too. I don't know how much time we have. but <laughs> You know what? We're going to pretend like we're in church. Take your time. All right. That'll work. That'll work. Yeah, I think they, they've got a lot of issues for a variety of reasons. Uh, you know, based off the Iowa game alone, uh, we talked about it. They missed eight layups themselves in a, in a game they lost by seven. Uh, you talked about the the issues with the bigs. 
the fact that Owen Freeman's out and then Ben Cricky is the one who winds up killing you. And he wasn't that great during Big Ten play as it was, but it didn't seem to matter because they were able to get whatever they wanted. I think size-wise, not just bigs, but teams that have height across the board by the Michigan State, and you saw it when they played Wisconsin too, because A.J. Storr at 6'6", 6'7", playing the three, going up against Jay Nakins, who's 6'2", 6'3", playing the three, and then you have a big four and a big five as well. Iowa's similar. Tony Perkins is a big guard. You know, Peyton Sanford's a big wing. And you start Creaky and Freeman, Patrick McCaffrey. Like, all these guys have size. All these guys have length. So you could tell when Michigan State was trying to drive in, they were bothered by some of the length maybe overextended on some of the layups where they didn't necessarily need to, but I think the length kind of got in their head and bothered them. And then for them, you know, for Iowa, they were just easily driving by guys. And then they were able to finish over the top because of the height advantage. And so we saw that against Wisconsin, which is why they lost to them twice. We saw it against Iowa, a game they were supposed to win. Um, I think they were favored by 10 and wound up losing by seven. So I think you have that issue. And when it comes to Michigan State's offense, it's pretty simple. If you keep them in the half court, they are very, very average. They have to be able to get steals. They have to be able to score on the break, score off the of turnovers. And they're really, really good when they do that. But if you face a team that doesn't turn it over, makes you run half court, and you got to you know, get under 10 seconds in the shot clock, it's usually a, a Tyson Walker bailout. And it's usually not a high percentage shot. And right. You see Michigan State's offense really, really struggle in that. Like if you look numbers wise in their wins, they average 19 points off turnovers per game. That's down to nine in their losses. You know, like it's 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 pretty apparent. And Iowa, you know, only turned it over five times against them, so they weren't able to get out and get easy buckets. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, because I'm looking at the MSU team, and yeah, I, I thought that maybe because you know Malik Hall, and I equated it to when it was the tournament run when the light switch just clicked on for Darrell Summers, and Darrell mm-hmm. Summers became the player that everybody always dreamed that he would be. Malik now going out here, almost averaging 20 points a game. He's really, I mean, you see the confidence in him. Like, he's not thinking anymore. He's not worried about the injuries that he's had all his career. He's actually being a good Robin for Tyson. And so much so that there's some games where he's the Batman and he tells Tyson, you know what, you could feed off of me. Just get me the ball. And and it's like, you know, against Illinois. Because I remember I asked him in the locker room, like, Malik, you know, what was it like to know that on, on that one of those final drives, the play was for you, not for Tyson? He was like, man, that's something you dream about playing in your backyard. You want to be the guy to take that shot. You see the confidence there. But, here, I think you're right. It's, it does come down to matchups, and, and they, they're, they're stagnant in their offense, which has always amazed me because Izzo's never changed it. You would have thought mm-hmm. that at some point it's like – Everybody knows the three-man weave that they're about to run. Weave, weave, weave. They hope to catch you asleep. And and I'm and I'm and I guess what I'm saying is when when it comes to the Big Ten, 
you probably get six teams in the tournament, which is a down year. Because yep. there have been years when you've had close to nine or ten teams. You're only going to get six. Is it something that maybe playing out of conference can help them and advance further? Because we shouldn't still be talking about Mateen Cleese was the last Big Ten player to lead a Big Ten school. I'm not counting Maryland because Maryland was in the ACC when they won. But, yeah, Cleese. And, and, and I'm going to really drive the point home to people. Izzo's recruit is recruiting Cleve's son, and Cleve's son could be at MSU in two years. That's how long it's been. We're going on year 24, and it's not just an MSU thing. It's a Big Ten thing. What, what can the Big Ten do to, to snap this streak? And you've seen, you know, Villanova winning multiple times, UConn winning multiple times, Kansas, North Carolina, Duke, Baylor, but it just seems like the Big Ten, the best they could do is get to the title game, maybe a Final Four, but don't ask them to do anything after that. Yeah, I think for the most part, the Big Ten, especially recently, has been a big man's league, and that just doesn't win in the tournament. You have to have multiple pro guards. And we've seen the teams that have gotten to the championship game from the Big Ten recently. You know, Whether it was Michigan, they had multiple pro guards. You know, we've seen Ohio State get there with, with Mike Conley, and he was a pro guard. Like, we've yeah. seen uh, you know, Wisconsin, they got there with multiple pros. I know they didn't have necessarily a pro guard, but they had a national player of the year who was more – he wasn't a back-to-the-basket big. Like, they're, they have to be – usually have to have multiple pros on your team in order for it to work. And we've seen Baylor. We've seen UConn. We, we've seen – you know, North Carolina, these are guys who have had multiple pros. And for whatever reason, the Big Ten just hasn't done a great job of getting multiple pros on their teams. Uh, I think there are a lot of great coaches, and I think the fact that they all play similar hurts them in the tournament as well. There, You, don't, you won't see a lot of teams that, that trap and press. You won't see a lot of teams that, you know, just junk it up all over the court where you get used to seeing it. And then you get in the tournament and some second round game against a team that you're not familiar with on a short prep. And then they throw this stuff at you and you're like, Oh man, I haven't seen it. I don't know what to do now. Right. Pretty much all the big 10 teams play the same on defense. You know, they, they, they play off, they try to keep you out of the lane. We might double you a little bit in the post, but outside of Penn state and maybe Maryland, no one's really getting into you 94 feet. No one's trying to press and trap you. And so a lot of times guards get comfortable. You know, oh, I can just come in my set, set the offense up, run my usual stuff, get my, my easy shot. down 20 seconds, yeah. Yep. And then when the tournament comes, you're usually facing more athletic guards and longer guards, and then they're getting you out of your stuff. And now you're like, oh, man, I don't know what to do because I haven't seen it for two months, three months. So I think there's multiple reasons, but I think not having great guards and not being able to see the the multiple defenses that you'll see in the tournament have really been an issue. So you heard it here. Harold is telling you Big Ten will not make another title. They won't win it again this year. I, I mean, I don't see it. I mean, if, if I'm joking, but with Purdue is their best chance, and I don't see Purdue going up against – uh, you know, uh, uh, Kansas or Houston or any of those teams, UConn, and really getting it done. And even though UConn got their doors blown off by Creighton, 
it's college hoops. Now, those those games are going to happen. You're on the road. It happens. But just consistently speaking, I, I don't know if there's a team like, you know what? 